Hey people, welcome to Imperfect Reflection Podcast, where we explore all aspects of faith, life, culture, and pretty much whatever we feel in our hearts. No limits, no perfection, just imperfect people reflecting on real topics. My name's Darren, and I'm glad you've joined. Hey guys, thanks for joining Imperfect Reflection. I hope you've had an excellent week so far, and that it's only getting better. Today we're going to talk about God and just who he is and try not to define him so let's explore that uh, if you did hear the first episode uh, about authenticity and recall that i spoke about uh, we went through some trials and some friends passed away and that left us questioning and having questions and doubts towards god and within faith that like he could have done something and we obviously have perceptions and understandings and wants of what we would want him to do in those situations but I think over the last week or so we've or I've come to the slow realization that that God doesn't have to answer my definitions of who he is he doesn't have to respond to how I define him to be and that's the issue that's a problem for me, for me to and to come to realize that God is God and whether he answers my prayers or not he is God so then we I thought maybe let's try examine just like his attributes who he is remove ourselves from the situation because as soon as you you need something you you define what you need you know like if you're drowning, you know you need a lifesaver. You need someone who can swim. And if you're in a fire, you know you need a fireman to come save you. So, like, because we're in such need, we define parts of God and they are defined bigger than maybe other parts. We define Him out of our need and out of our desires. And I feel like that's really putting Him in a box. So, I think what we should do is try an experiment like a thought experiment where you just remove yourself from the situation if you can have an outside perspective and look at God and if we can examine Genesis just in Genesis like the very beginning uh, there's a lot there within the first so in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and hem- empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. So yeah, just I mean, that's first three verses. Before there was anything, there was God. So that speaks of his infiniteness. Just that he is before and after and will always continue through all things and like obviously we have a start date and a sell by date <laughs> and he, he is above time so that speaks a lot to me and then further than that is that he like he spoke and things happened he he created with his thoughts with his words and things just burst into existence he he separated the darkness and the light and 
well, yeah, he said, let there be light. And there wasn't, before that, there was no such thing as light other than him. And it burst forth. And he saw that it was good. And then he, he said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. And it was, and like, he created all nature, all animals, all trees and plants, everything that's in existence with the thought. And for me, that's like so, so powerful. I, I don't know, just thinking about it, it's like, well, if I'm on the outside and I see that, like if I'm watching and I just see that this God speaks and that those things happen, and then like if I try, like, and that's what I've tried, I've tried to like just think of something new, try and invent something in my mind, and you, could, you guys should try it like try think of something new in your mind something that is not attached or has any links to anything else that you've seen ever seen before like just something completely new try like not really obviously bring it into being but think of it in your mind and for me i couldn't do it like there's nothing new that i could make up in my mind that does not it doesn't have a tie or uh, a relation to something that i've already seen or experienced in life so for me, that that like that, the early first parts of Genesis showed just how magnificently powerful and infinitely great God is. And looking at it from an outsider's perspective, like if He is able to do, like if He has that power, I feel like He deserves our worship and our praise, whether or not He does anything for us. Like I don't know, just. If someone is really really good at something and can do something amazing you our instinct is like wow that's amazing that's incredible and to give them praise whether or not they do it for us like I don't know sports teams sports teams that are really really good yes we feel like they're doing it for us but they're doing it because it's their salary because it's their passion it's because that's what they love to do they're not doing it for us but we give them our praise and we make it like they're doing it for us and yes in a way they're doing it for their country or their city or whatever with nationalistic pride and that kind of stuff but I feel more so that we should examine God as he is and try to remove our need from the situation but just understand he's God and that will never change and to look at him as God and change our perspective like not just look at him as good as like I don't know indescribably powerful um, indescribably good indescribably holy and righteous and to respect him as such and when we look at God as God it becomes less about our needs when we worship and praise him but more about that he is far above what we could ever hope or imagine to encounter within our lives and yet we still will encounter him and have encountered him because from the great heights of who he is he reached out into our great depths and rescued us and also to for us to realize if he never did anything for us he is still incredibly amazing and that's i think like if he never did 
anything for us if he never rescued us he is still deserving of worship because he is God he created everything and has the power to speak things into existence that that is deserving of praise that is deserving of worship that is deserving of our love and attention and our thoughts to place our thoughts on that so yeah that's where we at uh, during this week I uh, spoke about it with my wife and yeah just he's God and like he's not bowing to our definitions he's not bowing to our thoughts but we limit him by that because we set boundaries for where he can operate and yes he's all powerful and he can blow away our preconceived notions and stuff but the thing is he is also he is gracious and he is kind that he he doesn't just reveal all the fullness of himself to because and we saw in Exodus when he reveals himself to to Moses like and to the Israelites and stuff that he cannot reveal himself completely because if anyone sees his face he will surely die like he cannot reveal himself just because of all his glory is so powerful that it will knock us dead and that's the thing is that he is kind and gracious not to reveal himself fully to us but to allow us to explore that and to to find out more about him incredible God is that gives us a new and greater perspective of his sacrifice for us Jesus did not see being equal with God as something to be grasped but like he he neglected that and I mean that's a already that's a sacrifice before he even died that like he has all this communica- communication and relationship and all this infinite power and he does not see that as something to hold on to but he he lets go of that and for me like just if i was in that position if i had all that power and all that that relation like that perfect relationship pure relationship with the father and the holy spirit i would never want to to let that go not for anyone or anything which obviously speaks of my selfishness and God's selflessness but yeah I just try to remove myself from that situation and see yeah, everyone say hello to Barkley hey boy he came to say hello <laughs> that's my dog um yeah Jesus didn't hold on to that that he was god he he came as god he came became a man and lived perfectly and he went to the cross and gave him his perfect self for us and and you know like that's a verse that he did not see being equal with god is something to be grasped and also that 
another thing that is really, really incredible is that He saved us even while we were still sinners. And that He went to the cross knowing full well that there would be people who will deny Him after that, like 2,000 years later. That there was, are still people that are like, nah, Jesus is a myth, he wasn't real, Christianity is nonsense, and like this Jesus guy was just a good guy. Like, he, he died for every single one of us and every single one of those people who denied him. And that also speaks a lot of, of his grace and of his love, of his love for us that he died for everyone and gave them the free will to choose whether to believe his death or not and to believe his resurrection or not and if I had to die for someone like I'd want to know full well that like they believe me before I die I'm like look if I'm gonna do this I want you I want to know that you love me like I'm not gonna do it if you don't love me because for me that seems pointless but that also that speaks of Jesus love for us and his passion and his service to God that like this is what he was called to do and whether or not we love him he he did it and yeah he, he gave us salvation even though we could still reject him and that that's incredible that's far beyond what my mind can actually comprehend is how good God is and how gracious he is that his grace was there even though we could still reject it and is always still there and it is in God's greatness that we find out how desperately we are distant from being good it's in his expansive power we find out how powerless we are and it is in his unending righteousness we find out how great and compassionate he is to reach out and rescue us, to, to grab us from the depths of our pits and to restore us to relationship. We just, within that, within that dichotomy of he is so good and we are not, that he still like, reaches into our sin and grabs us from it. And also if we understand how greatly God detests sin and how infinitely distant he is from sin that he is pure righteousness he is pure holiness yet he would still come into and receive all that sin on himself that that shows his love and his commitment and and compassion for us as his creation that it's not just like a toy maker making a toy like Geppetto and Pinocchio but it's there's love there's a, a real desire for a relationship there even so much so that past past death and even in denying himself like Jesus denying all the power that he had and went the humble way of the cross just so that we might have salvation that's yeah that breaks me that really breaks
This leads me to the next thought that no matter our circumstance, no matter where we find ourselves in or for you, where you find yourself in, no matter the pit or the greatness of your sin, God is greater than that. He is wider than that. He's deeper than that. He's stronger, more powerful than anything that we could have ever done or will do. And that's why his sacrifice is so incredible in that it's in its humility but also in its power. That he can reach into anything and rescue us. All we need is ask. All we need is say, you know what, God, I'm in my sin, but you're greater than that. And yeah, that's in the Bible that like, if you confess with your heart and believe it, confess with your mouth and believe it in your heart that he will save you and he will show you his love and mercy and it also shows that his kindness leads us to repentance and that's also like his kindness is so great that when we face him in his kindness there's nothing that we can do but be like God I did this but you're greater than that I hand it over to you I know that you died on the cross in order to wipe this away to to present me as spotless, to wash me white as snow. And that's, yeah, that's the thought that he is so great that it's his greatness that has rescued me, not because I made it easy or because my sin isn't as bad as the, like, sin is sin. <coughs> and he rescued us from the depths of our sin and everyone well, we may, we have we have levels of sin where like a murderer is worse than a liar and an adulterer is worse than someone who cheats like cheats in fraudulent um, adultery obviously is someone that cheats on their spouse and or a thief is worse than um, someone who mocks someone else like or who is prideful we we have levels of sin but i don't think god has like it's a line he has the line and he says this is a line that you do not cross and the way that you cross that line is by sinning whether you lie whether you cheat or steal whether you're an adulterer a murderer a raper whatever like any sin crosses that line is how he sees it that you've crossed the line not that you've crossed the line by a thousand miles or by a millimeter there's there's no i don't feel like god has levels of sin like that he is just we are all sinners and we have all crossed over that line and the thing is he reaches over that line and pulls us back so this so beautiful and incredible for me to think on that no matter the sin that I commit that he reaches in and grabs me and rescues me from it and also that <coughs> whoops sorry when when he saves us he also gives us his Holy Spirit uh, to commune with and to to seek for guidance and for for discernment and he gives us his powers his love his greatness it's it's all available for us and that's also something that we struggle with um, Tanzan and I 
and I don't think we're alone in it, that we struggle, that we, we the Bible says we have access to the, this, to, to healing, to His love and to His, just His absolute power. But we find that look, it doesn't seem like we have access and that's the thing that we struggle with and that's what we've been struggling with for a while is that like, God we have access to this power you say if we pray and ask you whatever we ask you in your name you will do and like if we ask you for bread you will not give us a stone if we ask you for a meal you will not give us a scorpion um, but it's just understanding that he is God and he is above all things and yes we have access to his power but do we only want him because of his power do we only love him because of how good or how powerful he is or that he can heal us and that's full circle back to yeah that's where we came to the realization that like whether he heals us or not he is God and he is worthy of our praise and whether he does bring someone back to life or does stop someone from dying that doesn't mean that he isn't God it just he is he is above that situation and he has higher means and he has higher thoughts and and higher and greater understandings of the workings of life and of everything if he can oversee everything he obviously he is perfect and we are not and yes it's something that we still wrestle with like I would I greatly and I pray for it every day for for healing for my wife and for me and for our family and friends but I don't know it's whether we get it or not we do know that he is God and we worship him as such and I think it's getting better for us and our understanding of that is improving and yes it is hard so because uh, to live a life where we have things that hold us back like physical illnesses and stuff is tough but the thing is we know that in eternity we will spend with God in his presence and and we will get to witness in immediate effect that like we will witness his glory and his overwhelming love and his overwhelming strength we will experience that and, and even now we can ponder upon it like if we look out at nature and at, at on upon the earth if we look over all things and just think about it that that is incredible and that's what I enjoy doing as well um, we watch I like it Tanzan doesn't like it so much but watching documentaries and we were watching a documentary like wonders of the earth and that the Amazon rainforest doesn't have enough sulfur it doesn't produce enough sulfur and stuff to to actually be a rainforest but what happens is that the winds and the clouds lift that all up from the Sahara Desert carry it thousands of miles over the ocean and then deposit it in rain over the Amazon ocean Amazon forest and that's what keeps it a forest and keeps it as beautiful as it is and side note men humans humankind are destroying things like that the beauty of nature and the Amazon but yeah back to it that for me that spoke of like 
how can you how can there not be intelligent design how can there not be how can you not see a creator in that an infinitely powerful creator that every year it travels thousands of miles across the earth to a completely unrelated continent and what is specifically necessary is carried I don't, I don't know I feel like people who can't see that are like blind and I know I'm blind in a lot of ways so yes we all have our faults and can't see things but for me honestly I feel like you you really like in that moment bow down and worship and be like you know what God you are great because you you planned that in your infinite wisdom you orchestrated everything perfectly so yeah I'll just leave it at that for, for this episode that God is God whether or not we love him whether or not we worship him whether or not we praise him as God whether or not we see him as God he is God he is above our circumstances here but he is above our thoughts and whether or not we think on him that doesn't mean he doesn't exist he is still there and whether or not we we love him that means he's still there and whatever happens and has happened he has always been there and he always will be there and he will always be powerful and he will always be great and he will always be more than we could ever understand so the encouragement is for us to get to that place where we just understand that he is God and to understand what that means the word God like it doesn't just mean that he's like this super spiritual being above somewhere but that he is in all things and above all things it's it's a obviously something that we can never fully grasp but it's something that we can think on so I'll end it for today and then at that God is God just a reminder and a statement of fact that I'm not perfect I'm imperfect I don't know God better than anyone else I don't understand him better than anyone else and just speaking from what's going on in my life and what I feel and what I see and not everything that I say is going to be perfect not everything that I say is going to be the absolute truth and that's the thing God is absolute truth whatever I say doesn't isn't um, he alone is absolute truth I'm just speaking from what I learn and from what I see and yeah we're all imperfect and I can have disagreements with people and I often do because I am quite stubborn but I know that God alone is perfect and I am not so that's what this podcast is about that I'm not perfect and I'm just speaking out of what I've learned and I don't feel like anyone else is perfect or I know that no one else is perfect so I don't think we have to try fake being perfect I think we just have to be authentic about who we are and authentic towards God and towards others that we don't have everything all together we just work it out as we go let's go to the segment I enjoy and the final one melodies of grace and today talk a little bit about a band that I love greatly and they 
if not are one of my favorites if not the favorite and that's thrice and um, as with both my favorite bands or at the top um, I was introduced to them quite a long time ago and in the thr case of thrice it was by my friend Tim um, and at first listen I didn't really enjoy them and then I don't know I stumbled across them like a few months later or whatever and just got heavy into them and the, the, the music is incredible but more so than that the lyrics are so well conceived and uh, Dustin Kendrew the front man for Thrust I completely believe is a brilliant lyricist and if not one of the best and the song is Beggars, it's from the Beggars, Beggars album and it just is so cool, speaks about like speaking to, to human humanity and those who are prideful and think that there is no God like and he's asking like can you summon the dead from their sleep, can you call out to things and then they arise uh, let me just try play you guys some of it sorry it is going to be off my phone I can't import the track I completely recommend that you go check it out uh, available on Apple Music or to download from wherever you download from please support them properly not illegally and pay for the album or if you're gonna stream it on Spotify or whatever that's cool but don't download illegally um, these guys do work hard on their crafts and contrary to most pop artists these days the bands that really work at it and, and work hard on their crafts and tour and really do the best they can don't get embarrassed as they should but yeah anyway that's just a, a side plea please pay for it whether it's going to be via streaming or purchasing the album or the song yeah I am a 
huge advocate for Apple Music and for services like Spotify because I think it's really, really, really cool that the artists are still getting paid for their stuff and you can listen to it vast amounts of music. So yeah, it's also a shameless plug for Apple Music. But yeah, check it out. Beggars um, by Thrust. A really, really great song and one of a multitude by Thrust. Um, that's it for today, guys. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening to Imperfect Reflection. Play your outfit, son. Yeah.